Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The disappointment you also feel is my responsibility. I lost my temper. What is the nature of your thoughts? The word was F-A-R-T. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another tantalizing and ticklish episode of Canadian Politics is Boring. My name is... Zanzibar Buckbuck the third, and with me as always is the Grand General uh, Bum Tickly McGee. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> this is very confusing for people who've never listened to our show before. <laughs> I'm Reese, and this is Jesse. That was his name's Jesse made up. You might find hard to believe. Right? Yeah, I'm. I'm yeah. actually horrible at making up names. I don't know if you could tell. Yeah, yeah, they, um, no, they, they were they were good. I loved them. I might change. Oh. I might legally change my name to <laughs> Bum Tickle McGee, General Bum Tickle McGee. 
General Bum Tickle McGee. Yeah. What a wonderful name. What a wonderful name. Anyway, should we should we enter the STD zone? The uh, the small talk dimension. Yes. Yes. And and for anyone who's listening, welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring. Oh, sorry. This yeah, we forgot show. to do that. <laughs> this is the show where Reese, a Welsh immigrant, teaches me, an apathetic Canadian, and that is true uh, as much as you can make it so, uh, about my country's own politics and political history and, and neat stuff like that. And uh, most of the time, I'm pretty bored with this shit, but uh, he tries to make it as interesting as possible by finding the weirdest shit out there. So come along. Interesting, weird, and sometimes sexy. Right? So he always likes to start off the first of the show with some small talk, as if we're friends. So <laughs> just bear with us for a few minutes with that, please. I was, uh, was going to ask you a question. How's your plans to move cities going? Oh, fuck. I don't know. I'm, you know. Oh, good. That good. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's really, I got to get a job first before I can do anything. So that's step number one. That's gotta, true. Yeah. Get a job somewhere. So, but uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I've been hiding away from Omicron for months. Uh, and all I don't the news articles. This, but everybody else is just, it's totally, no, everything is normal now. Yeah, I've heard. I know. Apart and from for like, you. All You're the, the only person the, still living in a bubble. Well, I don't listen to normal people when it comes to uh, pandemics. I listen to epidemiologists. So that's, they've been like, <laughs> we don't know what to do. <laughs> we don't know. So we're like, okay, I guess this is just fucking here to stay. Just, just go, yeah. go well, get I mean, sick. But then they're like, don't get sick. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I can't, I, 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 for the last three months, I've just gone, this is just like before the pandemic. This is totally normal. What we're doing right now is, is this is so normal. Um, and then every time I speak to you, I remember that you're still living the pandemic of your own choice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm just going to have to. <laughs> embrace the fact that I'm probably going to get a horrible, horrible flu. Like, yeah, because you, 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 yeah, you, you've got no resistance to everything else that is perfectly normal and was there before now. So, I luck. have boosters. I have like three shots. I've got lots of resistance. I mean, I mean, just just other illnesses. People are getting really bad colds because they've not had the cold for so long. Oh. Oh, that'll be fun when I get back to the so city. You got that okay. to look forward to. Just keep. This is our small talk. This, this is this is this Will is Jesse we're entertaining die. our audience? Yeah, Death Watch twenty four seven with Jesse Harley. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. um, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna just turn my microphone over. I've got a brand new microphone. I spent Jesse's finally like, got several hundred dollars. Bobby's my first microphone. Uh, yeah, so, so just checking my levels. I seem to be. I'm going to talk loudly. Oh, I peaked a tiny, tiny bit when I talked loudly. It's fine. You're what doing a good surprise! Job. Yeah. Doing, all right, I'm doing okay. I'm just yeah, going to yeah. move my. Uh, I'm in like a little closet area with a sound blanket up behind me, and it's very tight and tiny. And so, like, I'm excited because I I don't sound all echoey and gross. Uh, my I had a microphone that I was recording with for a while, and it was okay, Audio Technica, um, and then it broke because I unscrewed it. And I severed the wires inside like a moron. And uh, then I found well a thirty dollars microphone hanging out in the basement. I'm like, fuck. So that's what I've been using for the past number of episodes. I don't know if you could tell the difference, dear listener, but now you get to hear the sultry sound of my voice in crystal clear clarity. Clear clarity. That's how it goes. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Small talk over. What do you got to teach me? That was that wasn't that was that was the worst small talk I think we've. That was had. awful small talk. It was. Yeah. <laughs> um, you didn't even ask me what I've been doing with my life. It's fine. I don't care. All right. Fine. What the. F- so, um, I do care. I love you very much. What? I did nothing really, to be honest. <laughs> well, you can't. Oh no! Reese. Do you know what? I I, I planted. I, I I was moving dirt in a machine uh, after I felled the tree. My project's still going on. I've sown grass seeds. 
and the grass is now growing. So every day I go past and go, mm-hmm, the grass is growing. Um, and I'm excited to watch grass slowly grow every time I walk past it. It's my life. Or you could just get a chair and some whiskey and sit it there and just yeah, stare exactly. at it. Exactly. Is, is, um, and when your relatives ask to come and join them in the family fun, you can tell them what you're doing and how important it is. Look at it grow. Like that. <laughs> so anyway, it's good. Yeah. Should, we, yeah. should we exit the STD zone? This. I, I feel I feel the need to, to remind everyone it's called the, the small talk dimension, <laughs> just because if we don't. <laughs> Loud leaving the small talk dimension. There we go. What did you get in the STD zone today? <laughs> the small Crash. talk dimension zone is what you're calling yeah. it. It's, the STD. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Um, the dimension zone. I, I've got a question. You, gotta, you better have something. You better have something good for me because this, this one is great. I don't did, know. Did okay. you know? I, well, I'm gonna. This this episode is called If Day. Have you ever heard of If Day? No. So I'm gonna read you a passage of something that actually happened. Um, that a lot of people don't realize happened uh, during World War Two. So February the nineteenth, nineteen forty-two, invading German forces rolled through the streets of downtown downtown Winnipeg. Uh, they, hand, they held their hands high in Nazi salute, and civilians watched as German forces seized the capital of Manitoba. Uh, Nazi patrols on the street began before 5.30 a.m., and a radio announcer was detained and his microphone commandeered for radio broadcasts uh, uh, at 5.45 as the Nazi troops assembled. At 9.30, the defenders, surrendered, the defenders of Winnipeg surrendered to the Nazis and withdrew to the downtown muster point as the city was occupied. Um, and the Nazis began sending armed troops through the city. A, to- a tank was driven down Portage Avenue uh, in the downtown area. Uh, some people were taken to an internment camp, including the, the, uh, the, the premier of the province, the mayor, um, the lieutenant governor, and a visiting Norwegian ambassador. Um, one council member escaped while they were rounding up all the leaders in the city, but was then captured um, after uh, after a serious uh, kind of intensive search. And the, the 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 British flag, which was obviously at the time used instead of the Canadian flag, was lowered at Fort Garry and replaced with a swastika. And the city was renamed uh, Himmlerstad. Uh, Himmlerstad, and the the main street was then called Hitlerstrauss. Uh, so that all happened in in 1942. Do you remember that in history? It fucking did not. <laughs> Which is why I'm guessing this is called If Day. If you ever day. see What If from like Marvel's What If? Or, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, What exactly, if this exactly, happened? Yeah, it's, that's exactly. exactly the same fucking. They stole the idea yeah. from this. No, If Day that was 100 percent real, except all of it was a performance by I can't uh, Canadian. It, so they so they hold on. You're saying that this was like. They they how do I how they do I rec- they recreated what would happen if the Nazis invaded Canada and took hold of Winnipeg. Um, Why Winnipeg? That's not that would not be the first place the Nazis would go. Okay, well, it's, it's the, the middle of the, the fucking the prairies, seat, the secret seat of Canada's <laughs> ultimate power. <laughs> I mean, that's a great yeah. tagline for the city: Winnipeg, the secret seat for Canada's ultimate power. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Should be on a side um, as you drive in. I, I can't believe, Reese, I can't believe I have, this is not the first time I've I've had to correct your pronunciation of this word, but it is not swashtika, like swashbuckling. Swastika, okay. I like, sorry. Sw- swastika, <laughs> okay. there we go. Like, I, I really, I, I, I was like, I, should I, I, I let that go? Should I just... about, it's something dark about your obsession with the correct pronunciation of a hate symbol. Just. I know, I didn't, I didn't, it's not like an obsession to think... <laughs> So, so th- this th- this was an entire this was a giant, a epic sized pr- proportion of a um, 
of a performance by Canadian military to just and, and the whole point was did they come, actually like did the premier and the mayor actually pretend to get kidnapped and stuff yeah like they, that? they, they, that they went along with it all they did the whole thing they like was like what did they do when they invaded this city in france okay we'll do that and they just recreated everything and this was during world war ii as well and the whole idea was they wanted to promote victory bonds and the the fake nazis were were gonna they, they drew like a sector map of the whole city and the idea was that um the uh, they had to raise money to buy victory bonds and in each sector of the city once they raised enough money the the nazis would retreat out and they could have their city back hold on what how what okay play this out for me so <laughs> nat fake nazis invade they act like no, no, nazis so like no but like from from the from the viewpoint of someone watching this as if it's like do people oh, come so out say, and watch say like it's a parade sort of thing yeah say say you've got a um, like a, a patisserie in downtown winnipeg and you're just there doing your business. Like a patisserie. A, what the fuck is a patisserie? French pastry shop. All right. Oh. A butcher's. Say you've got a butcher's <laughs> and you, say you sell sausages. <laughs> say, you've got, say you sell sausages <laughs> and, and you're a butcher. And you're just there. It's a Tuesday. You're just doing your, you're doing your thing. Suddenly a bunch of Nazis come through, uh, shout at you, and then a tank goes past. And, they like, and then they're blasting on the radio saying the city is under Nazi control. And then, the, then you find out that the only way to, for them to go is that you have to donate money to buy victory bonds for the war effort. And then once somebody comes around, goes says, "Good news, we've managed to um, we, we've we've raised enough uh, victory bonds." Then the Nazis would leave, and you could carry on with normal life. Wow, they like, st- but some parts of it they actually took it quite. They did, it wasn't just like a fun thing, like you know, like say they'd replaced their guns with super soakers, and you know they had like some balloons. You know, you could always do it in a fun way, but they took this really seriously. I think the the whole point was hold fear. on, hold on. You said okay. So in your in your world, we'd have pretend Nazis with super soakers instead of Uzis and water balloons instead of grenades. It's a fundraiser. Like just like parading and prancing through the street. Oh, we're the Nazis! Oh, oh give us your, oh, give us your brutisseries and your your butcher shops. Yeah. Exactly. This is how I put yeah. But instead, I'm so it, sorry, Germany. But it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't like let's have some fun and raise money. It was much more this is like me making fun of Nazis, not me making fun of Germans. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> no, this this was them just wanting to. Um, uh, well, they, I guess they were striking fear into people about the consequence of not donating money. So it was it was a promotion by the Greater Winnipeg Victory Loan Organization. So they staged a firefight between um, Canadian troops. Um, they had obviously had the the prominent politicians. Um, so they 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 divided the city in forty five section, and each represented one million dollars of their fundraising target. Um, so oh, this is back in 1942, did you say? 42, yeah. So, That'd so they had a lot they, of fucking they had, money. A ma- they had a map of the city posted on the corner of Portage and Main in like the center of the city. Um, and it was it was publicized in newspapers a few days before. Um, but a lot of people didn't read the newspaper, so they were completely surprised by the infection. <laughs> <laughs> um, so <laughs> no, that's that's amazing. Okay. Um, and to prevent a rush to emergency shelters, residents of the neighboring northern Minnesota were also warned about the radio broadcasts they'd be receiving. Um, and they even painted Royal Canadian Air Force planes to look like German fighter planes and flew them over the city. Wow. Um, so this, like, poor, poor, some poor grandmother knitting, knitting a sweater for her grandson 
sitting in a rocking chair in our porch. Suddenly a tank drives by, jets fly overhead. Someone rushes up to her and is like, give us money and these Nazis will leave. Like this is, and they're doing it completely seriously, not tongue-in-cheek, not no, like, no. support your army. And this is, yeah, and there was know, like three, to... three and a half thousand like military and volunteers were playing the roles. Wow. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, um, so then they installed someone called uh, Erich von Nuremberg as the as the provincial leader, and then he was assisted by George White, who was the local Gestapo chief, but in power. Jesus. Uh, and the their plans was the the plan they posted their plans on papers across the city, and I'll read them to you. Their stated purpose was to assist Hitler in his plans to take advantage of Canada's low politi- uh, low population density by colonizing the country, and they issued the following decrees. This territory is now part of the Greater Reich and under the jurisdiction of Colonel Erich von Nuremberg. Uh, I think no it's civilians- Reich. Isn't it Reich? Reich. Yeah. Reich. Reich. You and, and your, you, you can't pronounce anything to do right. with Nazis, man. <laughs> I know, it's like a blind spot. Um, <laughs> they, would, they would be a terrible spy. Um, so... <laughs> Hello, hail Hitler. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> it got me. Um, so, uh, all, <laughs> all public places are out of bounds to civilians, and no more than eight people can gather at one time. Every householder must pr- uh, provide billing, a billeting for five soldiers, as in, like, five soldiers have to stay at your house and you've got to feed them. All organizations of a military set. Hold on, wait, wait, hold on, wait like canadian soldiers or nazi soldiers nazi soldiers yeah you have to like so so (laughs) and you're telling me that people like a good chunk of the 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 population still didn't know i don't don't think this was a ruse i think i know i think i think they this was like for dramatic effect i don't think they actually sent five soldiers in everybody's houses and they they had all the bread okay When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Main Street is struggling. Monopolies killed my hometown. I'm Andrew Cameron. I live in Amherst, Nova Scotia, a town of 10,000 people on the Nova Scotia-New Brunswick border. I also grew up here. I moved away in 1999 after graduating from high school. In 2015, when we expanded our business to Amherst, 
I moved home with my wife, daughter, and two dogs. But when I moved back, Amherst didn't feel like where I grew up. When I was growing up, we had a strong daily newspaper, vibrant local radio station, a bustling downtown with a gas station and a grocery store, plus many more locally owned businesses. Today, that's all gone. Our local businesses have been bought by or couldn't compete with large corporations. We've lost jobs, opportunities for entrepreneurs, and the spirit of our community. But why has this happened? Simple. We let the policies and laws that protected people, small businesses, and towns to be changed. Starting in the 1980s, we changed our competition laws to allow businesses to easily merge and amass greater levels of power. We also changed or stopped enforcing the laws that maintained a fair economy. These changes let large businesses and the finance industry soar ahead and left most individuals in small towns and small businesses behind. This isn't the first time this has happened. My grandparents fought this fight about a hundred years ago. They took on abusive corporate power and they won. Then time passed and unfortunately, the rest of us forgot what they did. We let our guards down and let power amass in the business world again. These monopolies not only took jobs, businesses, and opportunity from my hometown, they took our ability to shape our communities, our lives, and our future. And I want that back. Finding our Canadian anti-monopoly tradition is what this podcast is all about. I want to try to identify how we got where we are and what we can learn from our past to help fight back today. Subscribe in your favorite podcast app to not miss any episodes and learn more about the anti-monopoly fight that will benefit us all. Monopolies killed my hometown. Um, they disbanded like any groups. Um, so even like the Girl Guides and the Boy Scouts uh, were kind of taken over. And uh, owners of all cars, trucks and buses must register their buses. Have you seen like Jojo Rabbit? I'm yes. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, is. Like a, um, <laughs> exactly. It's, I mean, that's such a good film. But um, right. each farmer must immediately. No, no. Them. I mean, spe- sorry for interrupting, but specifically from Jojo Rabbit, where they had like the Boy Scouts, but it was being led by Nazi soldiers yeah, sort yeah. of thing. Well, like, they mean the, the Hitler Youth, wasn't it? The Hitler Youth. That's it. Yes. The Boy Scouts <laughs> being led by Nazis. Well done. <laughs> um so farmers had to report their stocks to a commandant of supplies, national emblems, excluding the swastika, must be immediately destroyed. And each inha- so each close, in- so close. Each inhabitant was a st- was uh, given a ration card and uh, could only buy clothes with that card. And the following offences will, will, will result in death without trial. Attempted to Jesus. organize resistance, entering or leaving the province without permission, failure to report all goods possessed when ordered to do so, and possession of firearms. No one will act, speak, or think contrary to our decrees so obviously they didn't follow through on all those but it was quite effective to post that i would hope they didn't follow through with all those jesus <laughs> oh my gosh so they posted- i can only imagine what happened like did, did was there a resistance from people who didn't know what was going on like, no i think i think a lot of people are like what the hell is going on no, don't worry just just give us your money and we'll leave it, it's like it does seem very much like a um 
uh, it's bullying the tactics. It's, They're it's coming for their tactics. lunch money. It's is, is extracting money from people going, when are all these bloody Nazis going to leave? And they're like, well, just give us a million dollars and we'll, we'll leave a neighborhood. That's all we ask. So um, worship uh, notices were published on uh, posters on churches forbidding worship and priests who objected were arrested. That actually was a thing. What? Um, buses were stopped and their passengers were searched by armed troops. Um, the Winnipeg Tribune was renamed Das Winnipeger Lungenblatt, <laughs> the Winnipeg Lies Sheet. Um, oh, is that what Lungen? Is that what they? I can't pronounce it. What is it? You pronounce uh, that, but you can't Lungen, pronounce Lungenblatt. Lungenblatt Lies, lies sheet. sheet. A sheet das of lies. Winnipeger Lungenblatt. All right. <laughs> I think you know. I'm sure there's some people who still call it that today. Maybe. Right. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It might be a good paper. Um, so they they even burnt books in front of the library they actually did yes but oh my god but there was a caveat they were books so like i don't know what i'm glad you're telling me what they did and what they didn't do because like this is all so fantastical right i can't i can't pick out what they might (laughs) all right boys go and occupy those homes what i can tell this is stuff they actually did so they burned books in front of the the carnegie branch of the winnipeg public library uh, but the books had already been pre-selected because they were damaged or outdated so they just they just burned books that nobody wanted anymore. Um, what do you think the books were that they, pre, just, that they pre-selected? I don't know. But mein Kampf? Still, yeah, like Mein Kampf. Isn't that what it's called? Kampf. Kampf is better. Yeah. <laughs> now you're... I'm, I'm no better than you now. Fuck. It translates <laughs> to my struggle. So it's just called... You translated to my cum. So. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I knew you were going there. <laughs> History would have been so different. Anyway, um, uh, soldiers entered the cafeteria of the Great West Life um, uh, building uh, and stole lunches from workers. They ste- they seized buffalo coats from police, um, which are like just heavy, it's warm coats, and wore them. It's literally just elementary school bullying. Yeah, yeah. At one local elementary school, the principal was arrested and replaced with a Nazi educator dedicated to teaching the Nazi truth. Special lessons were prepared for high school students throughout the city. Um, <laughs> some stores and homes were looted by the fake troops. Canadian currency was replaced with fake German uh, Reichsmarks and the only propaganda notes only propaganda notes that Canada created during the war. So, yeah. Wow. And Why England, Winnipeg? Why Winnipeg? It was just their idea. I, it was their, they, every, every city had their own like board of people trying to think of ways to raise money. And this was their answer. Amazing. Oh my God. Oh. And then, <laughs> and then it all, it all ended at 5.30 PM. Um, they, they'd raised enough money <laughs> um, with a ceremony. Hold on. This, all, this was all during one day? Pretty much. Yeah. Oh, it was a very God. crazy day. <laughs> so um, a ceremonial release of prisoners, a parade and speeches from the people they'd released. Um, uh, local business people marched saying it must not happen here, uh, even though they are the ones who organized it. It did. And by victory bonds. Um, and a banquet was held at the Hudson Bay's company building. Uh, and the Norwegian ambassador who was captured spoke about his experiences with IFTE and Norway. Um, and he, he said that the the uh, make-believe Nazi occupation was an authentic glimpse of German behavior in German-ridden Europe, was his phrase. So, obviously, he was from an occupied country. So, Right. I, I got to... I didn't know that all of... I thought it was... I thought, like, I didn't know every single province had their own sort of version of IFTE. That's... Maybe not IFTE. Well, they no, didn't. They didn't. Saying, that was it. It was just no. Winnipeg. Winnipeg had the... They did it first. 
Um, oh, Manitoba. Gosh. <laughs> they did it first. They were like, and then it was, but it got so much coverage. So it was covered in Newsweek, New York. Did other people wanted to do it? They wanted to join in? Yeah, they did. So they started trying to recreate it. So they, they shot newsreel footage for the BBC there. Uh, it was, it was, um, in New, it was, it went as far as like New Zealand, the news story of the event. Um, and they estimate that 40 million people saw coverage of this news story from Winnipeg. Um, and the U.S. government contacted the organizing committee for details, and they did a they actually did a smaller scale version in Vancouver. Um, so it was like, this is a great wow. idea. What a great idea! People, so, the, <laughs> despite the fact that people were probably traumatized in Winnipeg from not knowing that it was going to happen beforehand, the rest of the Canada was like, "Fucking a, this is great!" Yeah, it was just lapping <laughs> a big old lap. <laughs> Live action role playing, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> So there's a, there was a documentary made about it um, for a local TV show, which I couldn't find a copy of. CTV do, do a show called Manitoba Moments, which I love the name of that program. Manitoba it's like, Moments. like, you fall down the stairs. I just had a Manitoba moment. <laughs> <laughs> Fake Nazis invade my city. That's a Manitoba moment. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to start using that in everyday life. Thank you, Reese. <laughs> like when we Justin should, uh, Trudeau falls down the stairs in the, like, <laughs> you know that video? We should do that. You know, like people put the heritage minute kind of music at the end of like funny videos. Going to come up with an alternative one called Manitoba Moments. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh my God. Yes. Manitoba. Oh, like, um, you know, Scarface where he, he just bursts through the door with a machine gun and says, say hello to my little friend and then go Manitoba Moments. <laughs> anyway um we eventually have to we eventually have to go and and visit manitoba you realize we're 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 making a show called manitoba nights you say visit i I would call her a pilgrimage a pilgrimage right yeah or we could take over a winner pilgrimage a winner pilgrimage (laughs) you think you're clever it's it's good that's good yeah Um, a winner pilgrimage winner pilgrimage makes it sound like So what brings you here? We're on a Winnipeg image. <laughs> We're searching for Manitoba moments. Yeah, Got to walk We're around Winnipeg right three times. I'm going to go have a, win, a, a Manitoba movement. <laughs> if you've had a Manitoba moment, please record it on uh, speakpipe.com forward slash Canadian politics is boring. We'd love to incorporate your Manitoba moments in, in our show. That's a great idea. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Tell us your Manitoba moment. I was. I will play it on the show. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I was just recording the daily news uh, at my radio station, and then it was invaded by fake Nazis, and they locked me <laughs> up. But they let me go at five thirty. <laughs> After I gave them my Manitoba fucking lunch. <laughs> so. Anyway, and also a filmmaker. Do you, do you know the filmmaker Guy Madden? You, no. you know the Canadian filmmaker community. Uh, the, a newsreel clip of If Day featured in a film he made called My Winnipeg as well. So, yeah. Um, so that that was If Day. Do you like If Day? I do like If Day. It's, it's just kind of so horrifying and wall. hilarious. It's ho- horrifying and hilarious at the same time. Like it's horrifying for the people who didn't know it was going to happen. And it, that in, in itself is also kind of hilarious, like traumatizingly hilarious. There's got to be yeah. a word for that. 
traumatizing. I, I, yeah, traumatizingly hilarious is um, seeking enjoyment from the trauma of others. Is that the definition of the phrase? <laughs> just gonna... No, I'm looking for. I'm thinking of a. Of, yeah. <laughs> sure. Let's, <Yeah. laughs> let's go with that. Uh, cool. So, um, oh, um, we're we're gonna very soon record another episode of Canada is boring. Um, I've got a great a great topic that we're going to cover, which will be coming out next week. Uh, Jesse, I'm going to tell you it now and I'm just going to baffle you. The The name of the episode is The World's Greatest Lover and Other Walkers. And Other Walkers? Yes. Like like a walker, like something an elderly I'm not, That's all I'm giving you, The around? World's Greatest Lover and Other Walkers. That's all I'm giving you. Or Walkers, oh, I'm in, you say. Wha- <laughs> <laughs> I'm intrigued. All right, yeah, I love our Canada is boring. It's behind the paywall, shows. so it's, uh, it is behind the paywall. The Patreon. Oh, we've just so just so you know, Patreon has been upgraded now. Uh, so so not only is uh, has has our show inside of the Patreon been been converted to Canada is boring, which is all about weird and bizarre things, anything to do with Canada. And my God, they're amazing. Um, but we're giving you the regular show uh, early every Friday instead of every Monday and ad free. So yeah. there you go. We're trying to upgrade for everyone, for our current patrons, and for everyone who would like to become a patron. And 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 also, if you're a patron, you can you can literally just tell us what to do, and we'll do it for you. Yeah, exactly. We're- you can literally <laughs> I've literally got the app on my phone, and if you send us a message, it, it bing it goes bing on my phone. Like Reese, please, please, uh, I'm a patron. Please send me five minutes of fart noises, and he'll do it. I will. Yeah, I'm going to be to do on my Sunday. Sorry, kids. <laughs> All right, is that is that uh, is that all for if day, Reese? That is it for if day. So, uh, call to action, ladies and gentlemen, as we've said before, is SpeakPipe. It is a place where you can just using your phone within ten seconds of after listening to this, Reese will leave a link in the show notes of your podcast player. You just look, click that, and you just hit record. You don't have to give us your email address. You don't have to sign up. No login. No password. Just literally hit record and send us a voicemail. It, like it takes seconds. It's kind of amazing. Um, so speakpipe.com slash Canadian politics is boring, or just click the little link if you're that lazy, which we all know you are, and tell us your Manitoba <laughs> that's moment. That's a, that's a really good tactic. Just um, insult the fuck out of our audience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, lazy, <laughs> yeah. lazy pricks. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Tell us your Manitoba moment. Yeah. And then and we'll uh, play it on the show. And then maybe if you give us enough, you'll incentivize us to do a. Um, uh, win a pilgrim what, what was it win a peg win a pilgrimage a win a pilgrimage yeah 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 so anyway right i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna go you you go in okay i'm stuff gonna to go do. yeah yeah i'm gonna go um, make some toast and i'm gonna eat I'm, it i'm glad you liked if day it was one of my favorite ones i, I, I loved it so, that was great so, so crazy <laughs> i love it so I yeah i want i want i really want to oh can we do a quick a quick a quick recreation one of your one of your famous improvs from okay. like someone someone running a butcher shop, as you said, and does, do didn't read the news and didn't know any of this. But you got to put music and sound effects as you do because you're really good at that. Could it be? Could it? Is going to be a vegan butchers? Sure. So ahead of their time. Yeah, do it up. So you yeah. didn't know this was coming. All right. It's a journal entry. Okay. <laughs> at the Dear, end of the day. Oh. Okay. Dear diary, today was a fateful day at the vegan butcher store all of the empty sausages and 
fake meat that I've made literally from meat and just tell people that it's not meat. <laughs> They're selling very well. As they walked out munching on their breakfast saying, I can't believe it's not meat. And I, and I say, I know. But in my head, I'm going, it is. Have fun. How does he do it? I'll tell you how. I just give you meat. So, <laughs> business is booming. However, unexpectedly, I saw a tank drive in front of the store. Three Berlin Nazis with Canadian accents came in and told me that they were seizing Winnipeg. Um, I said, uh, I'm sorry, I'm just a humble vegan butcher, and uh, I'm, 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 I'm afraid that this is very unusual and very suspect. And they said, oh, it's just a joke, you just, we will leave once you give us some money. I asked if they were vegans, and they said, yes, all three of us are actually vegans. And I said, <laughs> if, I give you an, if I give you enough vegan meat to fill you up, uh, will you leave? And they were like, okay. So I, I gave them uh, three pounds of boiled pork each. Uh, <laughs> watched them devour it in my store. Um, and as vegans, they had no tolerance to meat, and their bowels were immediately irritated. Um, and as those Nazis ran down the street, waddling, looking for somewhere to go to the toilet, I laughed at myself and was like, this is how we win the war. <laughs> how was that? <laughs> that was fucking amazing. You need a slow clap. That was good. There we go. I, that was, I, that I was my Manitoba three, moment. Yeah, there was <laughs> those three, three Nazis running down, holding their their behinds exactly. as they waddled down the street, looking <laughs> to go have a, I have a no Manitoba tolerance to bowel meat. movement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks so much for sticking us in your ear holes, dear listener. Bye. Uh, we hope to see you again next week. And uh, go go to speakpipe.com slash Canadian politics is boring and tell us your Manitoba moment. Okay. Yeah. Bye everybody. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, 
If you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it, no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there.